Allen Capital Group, Market Commentary, October 2020. The Pessimist and the Optimist. Similar to numerous elements of life, investing involves making difficult choices. The good news when investing is you can have anything you want. The bad news? You can't have everything you want. That's because all investment strategies work some of the time, while no investment strategy works all of the time. Investing isn't an all-or-nothing game where we have to hit the bullseye every time to be successful. We can score points for merely landing in the correct vicinity. The critical idea is to embrace the imperfect world, take aim, and give compounding the opportunity to work its magic. The best investing strategy is worth nothing if you never get to work. Zero to the million power is still zero. Real GDP growth exploded during the third quarter, expanding 33.1% annualized, the most substantial quarterly increase on record. Excellent news, but considering Q3 also followed the largest quarterly real GDP decline on record in Q2, negative 31.4%, the numbers don't reflect a rip-roaring economy. The total economic output remains 3.5% below where we started the year. The unemployment picture appears to be improving. The U.S. unemployment rate declined to 6.9% in October. Steady progress, yet almost double the pre-crisis low of 3.5%. The overhang of the election outcome, COVID-19 cases on the rise, and lack of further fiscal aid from Congress tempered investor enthusiasm during October. From an economic standpoint, we're moving in the right direction, but momentum is fading. We have additional work ahead of us to realize pre-crisis levels of economic output. It will take time patience, and persistence to get there. The Pessimist Much of the support underpinning the U.S. economy in 2020 can be likened to triaging, fighting to keep the economic patient alive. The Federal Reserve's extraordinary assistance, combined with an early bout of fiscal stimulus, buoyed the economy and markets thus far. The Fed might not be out of ammunition, but whatever firepower remains is not enough to keep the economy advancing alone. Additional fiscal measures are required to maintain the positive momentum and help businesses crushed by the first round of shutdowns outlive the crisis. Even so, a great deal of these businesses will not survive. With Congress at a standstill, the challenge ahead will be how well the economy can progress in its recovery if additional aid may not be forthcoming. Responding to the COVID crisis, in March, the Fed cut the Fed Fund's target rate to 0%. Subsequently, low yields encouraged yield chasing and speculative behavior, giving rise to the there is no other alternative or TINA mentality. Equity markets remain perched above where they began the year. The TINA spirit, which drove the rally, may start to fizzle as investors question sky-high valuations against the backdrop of climbing coronavirus cases. With fears of additional shutdowns and further economic pain growing, Pressure is rising on growth companies to deliver the earnings growth needed to justify their lofty price tags. Markets may not have fully absorbed the realities of the current economic performance more broadly. Earnings expectations for Q3 2020 estimate a year-over-year decline of nearly 20%, although early results look more promising, with a further 10% decline for fourth-quarter earnings. We understand the market is forward-looking. However, the pandemic has not subsided globally or in the United States. The more bullish estimates for a recovery in 2021 appear to be optimistic and subject to disappointment. The Optimist. The cloud of election uncertainty has lifted. With no blue or red wave materializing, it appears the government will remain split. 
The split government suggests a Biden presidency could face an uphill battle to enact extreme policy changes over the coming years. Additionally, companies anticipate a more traditional relationship with the White House, more predictability with fewer surprises. Reducing the possibility of extremes and surprises implies more stability for investors. After a year like 2020, stability is very much welcome. While the election commanded most of the attention from investors during October, the most crucial player in the recovery thus far remains the Fed. COVID-19, not politics, has the Fed in full-on accommodation mode. Regardless of election results, the Fed intends to keep rates at zero for the foreseeable future. It will likely take years to get back to the Fed's longer-term unemployment target of around 4% and their inflation target of 2% on average. Until the economy significantly improves, don't expect much policy change coming from the Fed. Set aside politics for a moment. Let's remind ourselves the cause of this crisis is biological. So is the end. As COVID-19 cases surge worldwide, the most significant factor for investors is Pfizer and Moderna's development of a successful COVID-19 vaccine. If we can approve, manufacture, distribute, and administer the vaccine quickly, an end to the pandemic is in sight. And the U.S. economy can genuinely emerge from the crisis. As we emerge, pent-up consumer demand has the potential to explode during 2021 as people begin to return to a more normal way of life. Normal, however, will continue to be redefined in the coming months and years as we learn which changes in people's behavior are temporary and which are permanent. Conclusion With the election in the rearview mirror, a split government, and a successful vaccine on the horizon, we can see light at the end of the pandemic tunnel. Threats remain as COVID cases climb, Congress has yet to pass additional fiscal aid, and the president continues to challenge election results in battleground states. The foundation of risk is that more things can happen than will happen. An important lesson from history is that risks we talk about in the news are rarely the most important in hindsight. The most significant economic risk is what no one is talking about, because if no one's talking about it, no one's prepared for it. And if no one's prepared for it, its damage will be amplified when it arrives. 2020 reminds us of a timeless lesson. It is virtually impossible to know how the future will unfold in the short to medium term. The current setting is conducive to the wild swings we experienced in the market this year. We've encountered rapid bear markets, bull market rallies, corrections, and everything of the kind. For this reason, it's perfectly normal to be a pessimist over the short term. But long term, we should all be optimists. History demonstrates that people will always work to improve and advance. Crisis, such as the one we are experiencing, provide rocket fuel for innovation to solve the current problem while planting seeds for future discovery, allowing us to grow beyond previous limits. Progress may be slow amid a drumbeat of bad news, but setbacks are temporary. Progress is cumulative, making long-term odds tilt towards growth. Once the odds are in our favor, compounding takes hold, and the longer you can let your compounding machine create value, the better off you'll be. Charlie Munger says, the first rule of compounding is never to interrupt it unnecessarily. The key is to work with your advisor to develop a plan that positions you to endure continuous short-term swings, surviving long enough to enjoy the rewards that come with uninterrupted compounding over a long period. Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer, Allen Capital Group. <music>